Darren and Justin here, the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studio. Bill King, his show starts every morning at 6 a.m. here on these airwaves. Bill, how we doing? Hey, guys. What's up? Well, we're doing better than Jalen Carter. And what we want to know is, one, how much have you been talking about this? And two, how do you think ultimately this is going to play out? By the way, he's back at the Combine um, following his arrest and every all everything that transpired there. So how do you think this is ultimately going to affect him? Not at all. Really? No, I don't think so. I Now, I'm not saying bad things didn't happen and he's out there racing and all that, if that indeed is true. But he, guys, is a player at a position that it's almost impossible to have his skill set. And the NFL doesn't care about that stuff. They, they care about winning. He is a dominant defensive lineman, interior defensive lineman. And I don't – now, does he lose his top spot if he's the top pick? Maybe. But overall, it's not going to hurt him at all. So you think he'll still be the first one taken off the board that's not a quarterback? Oh, absolutely. Now, again, I don't – you guys know me. I don't even – I, I I watch highlights of Saturday on Sundays, but he's he's the top overall player in this draft. He's not going to drop precipitously because he was out racing one night, okay? And and yeah, two people died. It's a horrific story, but they don't care about that. They care about winning, and that guy has a skill set that does not arrive often. All right, but what teams do do, as you know – is they try to do, and some are more successful than others, on doing a very thorough and deep dive into what are they really drafting, right? Something that John Robinson right. unfortunately did not do when he went to Athens <laughs> and drafted Isaiah Wilson. That was not a good dive. He jumped in the pool. There was no water. What right. what You talk to people so you, you can kind of do your own deep dives even though you don't work for an NFL team. Do you When you've talked to people – uh, at Georgia, do you get any sense that there are red flags on Jalen Carter outside of just this incident alone? No. Now, now let me be fair here. It's not like I do background checks on players. And, and so I, I wouldn't necessarily be an expert on what he is like. I know he is a very intense dude who might, you know – the ecosystem in a locker room can be interesting, right? And uh, I do know that. But but that's that's his skill set. That's that's what he is going to be paid tens of millions of dollars to do is be a physical football player. But I don't think there's ever been a hint of some kind of out-of-control discipline problem. Now, i got to also tell you, to this day, I talked to Georgia people about Isaiah Wilson. They didn't see any of that meltdown happen. Really? Now, I'm not comp- huh. No. No. Interesting. No. Now, again, I'm not comparing the two. Uh, this this Jalen Carter is a much better prospect than even a first-round offensive lineman out of Georgia that, that, as we know, melted down. I don't think so. Now, whether he gets picked first or se- seventh or not, I don't know. But he's a dominant talent, not just good. Because when I talked to some of my NFL scout friends, the, I did have – a couple of them tell me, I think this kid needs to grow up. And I was like, huh, interesting. They're like, yeah, he's, right. he's immature. Yeah. 
He's immature. He's got, but that you know, obviously, I wasn't being told. And he's gonna want to, you know, be a rapper, and he's never gonna play it down in the league, and you know, he's gonna be, you know, out of the league in, in two years. Obviously, nobody was telling me that, but they were like, yeah, he right. needs to grow up. But also on the same token, let me give you another example. When I was talking, because as you know, Jeffrey Simmons had the hiccup at Mississippi State, and so I would talk to my mm-hmm. NFL scout friends, and I'm like, what? What do you know about this? You know, Jeffrey Simmons guy. What? What about his? You know, this hiccup, and because there were thoughts that possibly he could end up here, and I couldn't get anybody to tell me anything really bad about him, like other than that incident. Like that was isolated, and everything else was really, really good. And I was like, huh, interesting. Well, obviously, the Titans felt the same way because they drafted him. And to this point, Bill, it's played out here. I mean, you know, he's been, dare I say it, a model citizen and a tremendous player with the Titans. I'll never get out of my mind the video of him on top of a woman punching her repeatedly in the face. I'll never get, I can never, and when I, and I had my, I was on SiriusXM all those years. You wouldn't believe the number of people who called me to say she deserved it because she disrespected his sister or whatever. I could not believe it. Hmm. Now, you're right. Nothing's happened since, but to this day, I can't get that out. Could have killed her, what he was doing. He was sitting on top of her, punching her in the face repeatedly. Video everywhere. And no, nothing's happened. And I'm happy. I'm good. I'm glad. I'm glad that that was isolated. It's still an event. I would not have taken him. I don't care what he's done. Hmm. Interesting. Um, I've got a polo on. Uh, Justin's got a button down on if you're watching us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch. Um, you know, it kind of feels like we're a little stuffy in here, you know, like well, maybe we're having some lobster bisque and maybe going to go visit the polo club after the show. Uh, that's kind of how Clemson and Florida State are presenting themselves in the ACC. A little bit stuffy, Bill. A little bit like we're better than you. We're looking down. How, how's What's going on right now in the ACC? The... AD at Florida State last Friday, meeting with his board of trust, said we cannot continue with this path we're on financially with this, and he's not using these words, this garbage contract we have that's through 2036 that they all signed off on now. Florida State signed off on it too, and it's only about $35 million a year. And he's saying something's got to change. I don't know what. It was a shot at the ACC office. It was probably a public acknowledgement as well. If you take the Clemson and Florida State brand, now I will say this, and you put them together, that's probably 50 or more percent of that league. The rest of them, you add them up, you don't probably get to those two combined. Duke is worth about a symbol in that whole league's <laughs> big picture. Seriously. You could get Duke you could get Duke in a symbol. That tells you how important basketball is in this conversation. And and they did a, they also did a market study and they said that if and one thing they brought up is well, we need to go to unequal distribution in the league. That that's been brought up too. Obviously the most of the rest of the league doesn't want to do that. And they figured Duke would only be getting about like ten million bucks. Florida State figured they'd be getting sixty million if they went to unequal distribution and it was based on brand. What's your muscle, your brand, your flex off ability is. And he's right. Now, is he gonna get what he wants? Here's the problem, guys, and, and a lot of people 
don't don't understand the, the fine print. There's an exit fee in most every one of these leagues, and it's just whatever the league came up with and agreed to. In the ACC, it's $120 million to get out before 2036. But that's just the exit fee, guys, $120 million. There's another fee. That's your grant of rights fee. That is your media brand that the league owns because you signed off on it, and they own it through 2036. Guys, that number's another $400, $500 million. You're talking a half billion to get out of there. So what's your alternative? Well, you could try to go to court. You know, contracts are meant to be broken. What, what, what are your chances there? Probably not good. Or, obviously, maybe the SEC comes calling, which no, no need to right now. They're in good shape. Mm-hmm. Or you could bet on yourself, act like you're leaving, uh, leaving, and try and implode the league. Because if those two teams leave, ESPN's going to want to redo their deal. $35 million a team is going to be way too much now, and you could try and kill the league. Then the grant of rights goes away, and maybe you're free. But, but guys, all these options are Hail Mary options compared to the SEC calling and saying, come on in. And there's just, as of right now, there's no need for that. Well, it sounds to me that you just painted the picture Florida State is driving that bus, right? Yeah, Clemson's not chirping. Clemson agrees they're not chirping at all. Uh, the AD or the, the president made some kind of you know formal comment, but it, it was much ado about nothing. It, it did not say we have joined Florida State in this battle or something. No, this is Florida State. And just to take you back, guys, in, in pre-1992, when the SEC Roy Kramer went east and west with South Carolina and Arkansas, mm. they were talking to Florida State. They wanted them. And Bobby Bowden made the decision back then. It's not a good idea because he thought we were about to embark on dominating the ACC and winning national titles, which they did. And that was the right call back then. Today it's not the right call. And uh, they're stuck in, unless something changes. Now, Guys, I'm being long-winded, but this is all very important stuff. The Pac-12 is still trying to get a deal done. They're getting low-balled left and right. Most of the networks don't want to deal with them. ESPN's still flirting with them. They're low-balling them to the tune of about $20 million, which basically you can't operate on that kind of money. Apple TV may be involved, which would only be streaming, though. And the scare there is that the Big Ten, any time they want, can call and get Oregon and Washington. And if you lose those two after you just lost the city of Los Angeles, your league's dead too, as we know it. So, guys, there's a lot of – there's there's Pac-12 is the proverbial one foot on a banana peel, the other one on the gra- in the grave, in the, in the coffin. The ACC is not there because they have a deal, but they're scrambling. And, and they know that Florida State would, would leave yesterday if they got a call – from the SEC or the Big Ten, but but geographically the SEC. Bill, I'm gonna I'm gonna try not to get too inside baseball here, but I I cannot resist but to ask you this question: How much longer do you believe, with the way things are going, do you believe broadcast will be important to these leagues versus streaming? Like, how important are broadcasts and deals on Fox and CBS? Uh, going to be important versus going to an Apple TV or an Amazon Prime exclusively? How how big of a deal were broadcast? I know it's a big deal now, 
but five, ten years down the road because they sign long-term contracts, Bill. They don't sign five, ten-year contracts. They sign 20-year contracts. So how do you prepare for this world that you're really not sure of? Fantastic question. And it's kind of like we're on a boat together and nobody's ever been here, right? And we're trying to figure out what's out there. You know what I'm saying? What's in the water over there? Um, is it is it friendly? Is it lucrative? Is it a monster? What is it? You know, you're right. Now, it's trending in that direction. Now, as of right now, if Apple TV wrote a tre- check, the money would be good, but they would still be geographically out of sight, out of mind, because fans aren't going to want to stream only games. They'll, you know, some of the freaks will stream it, but the mainstream's yes. not. You're saying eventually, and I think you're, it's trending that way, I think we're still a ways off there. Now, now, if Apple TV comes in, big tech, I don't know that Amazon was flirting. I don't know that they are so much now. But Apple TV, for example, that would start the ball rolling. And eventually the SEC and the Big Ten is going to take big tech money. Now, now let me also say this, and this dovetails with your question. Back to the Pac-12 and back to maybe losing Oregon and Washington to the Big Ten. And again, the Big Ten could have had them the day that they announced Southern County UCLA, but they don't need them right now. If they did indeed say, okay, we're going to go ahead and pluck a couple of others, your biggest brands that are left out there, they're going to need more partners. They've already got to deal with NBC, CBS, and Fox, so they're going to need more money to where the other teams don't start losing with all the gains they were making with all the new money. So Big Tech could st- could step in there and say, okay, we'll give you, we'll, we'll cover the inventory cost here. And we'll cover, we'll play some of your games, the Northwestern something game, right? Sure. Maybe a Rutgers game. That could happen too, because the Big Ten will need additional partners and more money if indeed they do make that 3 a.m. booty call out west. Okay. I'm not, I'm not, I could go for because listen, this is something we sit around and talk about in my building all the time over, you know, in Metro Center. Yeah. And, and that yep. is, you know, People finding us at different locations, and the same is different with college. It is no secret that the biggest thing on broadcast right now is live sports. It is carried broadcast for the last, you know, five or six years or so. The live is the biggest thing going on in broadcast has been live sports. It is the only thing people continuously want to watch live. They can record a lot of things. Live sports, they want to see it as it happens. Without question. Right. The question is, how much longer is that going to be the case? Are people developing new habits? And, and that is going to be the big thing because right now, the 2.30, 3.30 Eastern slot on CBS is a big deal right now. But is it going to be a big deal in 10 years? I'd say if you ask me to estimate, the streaming aspect will be more mainstream around 2030. Right in there. Got to remember, there's already predictions, people who are very strong, that saying they think by 2030 there will be schools, probably right here in the South first, right, that will have sports-only teams on campus. That the only thing they do is play football. They don't, they don't go to class with everybody else to the Western Civ uh, portion of the campus or the English portion or the, mm, the, the foreign studies. So a lot of things are going to happen here, oh, boy. but yeah, that's, that's coming. And then how, how do you monetize it? How do you, that's the next thing. Big tech has so much bleep you money that it really probably doesn't matter. Well, okay. Let, let's, let's, let's move, let's move on. Cause I can stay there all day. So let, let's, let's oh, yeah. move on here. Um, 
you know, Bill, I try to educate my wife on what it's like to be a young man because she is a woman. So she has never been a young man. So sometimes she's questions things that young men do. And I tell her that to steal a line from the Chappelle show, testosterone, Bill, is a heck of a drug. You get testosterone, it hits you, and all of a sudden you do all kinds of things. How much of coaching, Bill, speaking of Jalen Carter and so many other situations, are yeah. managing basically young and dumb decisions made by oh. guys who are very young, but at the same time at the physical peak of their lives with that chemical called testosterone, fly hormone called testosterone, flying through their system at unknown rates. And the sport you play, football, is all about physicality yeah. and blowing stuff up and running through brick walls. And you, you, your body, your mind transforms when it's time to be on the field. You change. You're not the same person. And some, of, some people have a hard time flipping that switch. It's, it's not easy. Yes, that's a big part of it. And then you have the winning aspect of it. Mm-hmm. And then you're on a campus with a whole lot of pretty ladies. That gets all dudes all oh, yoked up, right, and want to yeah. fight. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, then you add some chemical substances to it when you're out at the club. <laughs> and then, you know, we might as well just – detonate a bomb here hey, listen you don't have to be at the club anymore bill you could be at the club you could be at the dorm you could be at the house you could be all kinds of places with that correct no doubt you could be you know what it could go down in the library for all i know oh i'm sure uh what's that is that the bar well they have what dollar beer night the library yeah probably back in 1972 probably. yes yeah. no they, they had a library when i was in school penny beer night thursday mm, nights mercy yep. Yeah, it didn't last very long. Uh, Bill, we, uh, you know, that's why they get paid the big bucks to deal with all that stuff because you know that that goes on all the time. I mean, the oh, amount yeah. of eye rolls that head coaches in college football do on probably a daily basis, if they got paid by eye rolls, whoo, man, would they be getting paid big bucks. Bonus, yeah, bonus money for bonus eye rolls. Money. Yeah. Bill, appreciate it. Thanks as always. Okay, uh, we'll be listening Thank tomorrow you. morning. Thank you, sir. Bill Keen, starting at 6 a.m. tomorrow to close out the week. All right, we'll come back. We're wide open.